Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I've decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the TLC network as well as Discovery Plus network and we deep dive and discuss it all. So let's dig into this new beautiful season of 90 Day Fiancé the other way. Kate, how are you doing over there in Austin tonight? How are you feeling? I'm good. I feel good that it's warm here. I feel so bad for y'all in uh, California. Have you the fact the fact that you just said y'all sent me that just <laughs> sent me. I say y'all, y'all. That's outstanding, Holly. Kate. Everyone here says it constantly. Really? I used to say it occasionally because it's really inclusive and a fun word. But like, then I moved. To, <laughs> then I moved to Texas, and it's just y'all this, y'all that, and so. I didn't know whether that was true. I've been to Austin a couple of times, but um, I did drive when I went to I, when I went to Austin. I drove through Texas, and it was me and three other people, and we were all in our early twenties. And we got I was driving, and I'd only been driving for like two minutes in America, and I got pulled over in the middle of nowhere in Texas oh. by this Texas sheriff that was straight out of movies I've seen on television. It was like a, it was like a movie I grew up watching, and I'm terrified sweating through my face i knew that this guy in the back possibly had illegal substances on him Mm -hmm. and i was like my whole life i didn't even know he pulled me over for no other i wasn't speeding anything any he's like uh did it ask me questions he's like you need to get out the car i'd never even spoken to an american cop before i got out if i never told you the story and i got out 
And he goes to me, have you got any drugs or guns in your car? And I'm this 20-something-year-old from England, so I burst out laughing. (laughs) And luckily, I wasn't completely English and sarcastic, like, yeah, mate, I've got a fuck ton of guns in here. I was just like, ah, And he was like, he had like the reflective glasses, like literally it was out of a movie. And I go, no, no, no. I realized I should take, I was like, no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Starts opening the trunk, illegal searching the car. I had, we were all just these stupid white kids from LA. Dude, it was terrifying. Then I got into a car crash, but I'll tell you that another time. That was on another trip to Austin. I don't even know if I could go back to Austin because I did get into a car crash that I blamed on the other person and it was actually oh. all my fault. <laughs> I anyway, anyway. So uh, that guys oh, is a long that's for another potty. Um, I'm glad it's warm with you. No, Los Angeles has melted. I mean, the whole city's collapsed. <laughs> oh, City, I need to text you, Kate, because I was driving today near Pasadena in an area called La Cañada Flint Ridge, which is actually yeah. closer than it sounds. You know, it's right near Pasadena. Yep. The most beautiful photos I took of all the snow on the mountains and oh. the amount of snow. I thought it was like in Big Bear or something. Beautiful. The rain here was honestly like nothing. I've been in LA like 10, 15, I don't who knows at this point how long I've been here? It's all a mystery, but I've been here a long time. Endless and, summer. Um, endless summer. And it's, it, dude, the, I've never had rain like this. Into the LA River was like, woof, woof, woof. All the lights are out. The traffic lights are all out and nobody can drive here anyway. Plus it's raining. Plus the traffic lights are out. So it's a free-for-all. It's a literal free-for-all. I was driving on the fr- five freeway and it was just like, shum, shum, shum. that. I know and I'm just cold constantly but apart from that it's great really great good 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 um thoughts and prayers to all the Angelinos trying to drive in the rain thoughts and prayers guys we are gonna get right into this because we have another episode a 90 day fiance the other way Kate would you ever go on this show no Oh, let me. Okay, pause. Okay, that was too quick of a no because I want to throw something out. As we've discussed, as we've discussed many times, everyone that listens knows that Kate and I were really sought after actresses in our day, right? right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In the talk when there were the when the talkies came in, Kate and I were. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Too much, Rami. Um. Now, when you're in. When you're in LA, sorry, my phone is going off. I'm so sorry. Someone's calling me. It's the agents. Yeah. It's oh you see, the agents are calling me. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when when you're when you're desperate to get in any audition, as a lot of people listening, I'm sure you've known if you've ever lived in LA and pursued acting, you're desperate to get on TV, anything. You're like answering every casting call, you're going to every audition you get sent out to, all of this shit. So if something came across your lap, like all of these things did, like, you know, new reality show and, you know, you're, you're, do you have a lover across the world? And you did. I mean, I can totally see how I would have ended up on this show. Oh, we're talking about like 23 year old me. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, I probably would have done yeah, it. I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Good. Because I, I I, get it. And even now, like the rest of these people, which I really appreciate, none of them are like aspiring actors, which is good in this season. Yeah. Um, they're just people making terrible decisions. So I just wanted to clarify that you would have done that because I totally would have as well. I'm pretty sure I did audition for a reality <laughs> show and just didn't get on or something. <laughs> I Oh, I, I remember because they did mm-hmm. that reality show pretty recently in Austin. And I was starting to submit myself. And then I had a moment of clarity and I was like, don't do it. Hang on, which, which reality show? Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't even watch it because I thought I would cringe too much. Um, let are me you, figure this out. Are you telling me that you submitted for a reality show recently? Not recently. A couple years ago. <gasps> um <gasps> Oh, t- it was called 20 somethings on Netflix. Oh, I don't know that at all. In this coming of age reality series, we should review it. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> set in Austin, Texas, 20 somethings navigate love and friendship and start a new adventure life. And then I was like, wait, oh, cause I was like going to move to Austin. I was like, oh, and when they were casting it, I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I'm 30 <laughs> and I like, have reality TV Sorry. show podcasts like they're probably not going to cast me. Sorry, I'm an I old love, hag. I love the fact that you didn't look at that and think it is saying twenty something. So I probably have to be in my early twenties. You were like, I, nah. I'm just gonna- you, I will have you know that people are shocked that I'm not in my late twenties. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm thinking you're barely legal to drink. <laughs> I'm just saying that they will find out your age. That's probably the first thing they're going to yeah. ask you. And you, and you right. were like, nah, I'll probably go for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is my, it, it was dark times, Polly. It was, it was the dark. pandemic. It was, it was the pandemic. Times. I had been fired from my job. It's, it's was a like, lot of shit. It was a lot. A lot of shit going on. So let's get into other people making bad mistakes. Okay. Great. So, um, now, we didn't have our um, Danielle and Johan this week, which they're one of our favorites, but I was okay, Kate. I was okay. Yeah, we we had a lot of other, it, it was a lot of other good uh, of Award winning, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamie and Chris, let's start with them. Chris okay. is in, you know, from Alabama. We saw last week, she came to Columbia to be with Jamie. They had their first night and we're seeing them wake up the next morning right and they're waking up and they're all happy and lovey-dovey and then they go out um then we hear (laughs) that chris is one of her concerns is about getting toothpaste Mm -hmm. that doesn't have mint in it because she's allergic to mint Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah that's a new one for me but oh Okay, okay. I wanted to know kind of what happens to her when she's mint, but she's like, no, I need to get. So she goes, what kind of toothpaste? She's like, probably like kids' toothpaste. And Jamie's like, okay. So they go into the um like living room, and she's like starting to unpack and they get things out of the bag. And she got wedding shoes for um for Jamie, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I don't mind buying. Here we go. See, here we start with financials. I don't mind buying Jamie like the shoes and the wedding dress or whatever um I want to make things easier for her mm-hmm. and then she said to her you know we need to start discussing financials Kate and I's favorite subject yes. um so Jay Chris sold her house in Alabama 
yep. or is going, yes, yeah, sold her house. Mm-hmm. Plus she had like another property and right. she has another income from her job or like a disability or something like that. She has some, she says she has like an income every month. It's either like not retirement because she's only 40. It's not, Jesus, it's not retirement, but it's something. I swear there was something else she had an income from. Well, she was going to have income from the rental that she was going to get ready yeah, but she didn't get it ready in time. So I don't think she has an ongoing income. Oh, like because remember they showed that scene with her and her mom and she was like yeah. pulling down the wallpaper and she was like, yeah. well, didn't get to this in time. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie. But she's yeah, she sold her house. And so she's planning on living on that. I guess. Got it. Got it. Okay. I thought that there was, for some reason, I thought it was some other residual income, but let's just say, so she's just, she's got a lump sum from the house and she's saying, well, you know, this apartment was more a hundred dollars more than I thought it was going to be. Am I right in, in hearing, and it looks like a really nice apartment that it was, she thought it was going to be 500, but it was 600 dollars. No, no. She thought it was going to be 400 and it was only five and it was 500. It was even less. $500. $500. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Shit, Kate, we should start doing the potty from Columbia, dude. I know. Let's get out of here. $500. Okay. And listen, I understand when there's a budget, there's a budget. And she right. gave her a budget. But for, it's $100. I didn't, I don't know. I don't really I, get that too much. I didn't either because she's, probably going from having way more than that in bills uh, yeah but she also was working two jobs when she had all those so she's okay. she probably okay. figured wrote it down and was like oh i can live for x amount of years here on this lump sum or whatever she has coming in okay and then now right. she's like that's going down but that being said yeah so you got to come up with another $1,200 for the whole year it didn't, it didn't seem like as big of a deal as she made it that's where we suspect that maybe TLC wanted to like push, or maybe Chris's. This is going to be one of the bones of contention because they're already lining it up like that. That she's super, super budgeted, which is a really great thing. But then we find out Jamie. We're kind of led to believe, you know, oh, Chris has paid for this, and they're starting off the scene by saying Chris paid for the shoes and the apartment, all of this. Then Jamie's like, we know that she does work. Neither you and I can kind of remember what she does. I swear it was like a phone thing, a phone. Some... She says, oh, she says she, I think she's like an executive assistant at a stock trading company. Oh, no, company that, okay. And you, you know what I thought that you're right. You know what I thought that was immediately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you or any of the listeners ever get on my phone? I have obviously WhatsApp, like the majority of people, and I have Viber. And um, Viber and WhatsApp, they're the same things. But sometimes do you guys ever get suddenly added to a massive group text on Viber or WhatsApp? And it's people, it's all like a scam, but it's people saying, oh, hello, Mr. Johnson. Thank you for your trading advice today. My stocks have gone up. I don't know if you, I I literally get it at least once a week. I get added to some of these and it's basically, it's just a scam bullshit thing. And I even got it on Skype the other day. It came up that I was in this Skype group conversation and it's basically this whole scam where then they give you quote unquote stock advice. When I heard that she did that, I went, 
because it's literally like I am the executive assistant for Mr. Johnson. And it's always names like that. And Mr. Johnson would like you to know that so-and-so stock has gone up by, I get it all the time. So when she said that, I went, ding, 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 ding. I mean, that would be funny. I swear to God, next time I get it, I'll screenshot it and I'll put it on the potty's Instagram. Um, but then she said something really, so what I, you hear that we do, that she, she's not paying for a lot. Then we hear that she does that. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't have any, she, this isn't a proper job. But then she goes, I have 30 days or whatever it is pay. Well, she didn't say paid. She said, but 30 days vacation, meaning yeah. it must be a reputable company if they're giving you t- accrued holiday time off. So I'm like, she must have money in a proper job, right? I very confusing. Yeah, and then we have that whole storyline to get into later in the season where she like apparently had COVID and couldn't work. And so she was getting sent yes. money by Chris. And then yes. the girl that she was talking to messaged Chris and said, yep. by the way, she wasn't really sick or something like that. Yeah, she was working the whole time. That was supposed to be one of the things that that girl she was having an affair with said she was working. So because she was clay, yes, because she was claiming to Chris, "I'm not working and I need money." Mm -hmm. She's been she's been texting me. It is her behind all of these stock things. I guarantee (laughs) you, when she said that, guys, (laughs) I will put it up. It's literally like you get it, and it's like thirty five people are suddenly oh in this God. group text and you're like what um so then we go what was then we go and go to the pharmacist which i really appreciate so we go to the pharmacist i have a detail polly i noticed a oh, detail so i please. have to interrupt please. did you see the i think they were pillows up on the shelf next to the bed they were breasts. We saw, yeah, we saw them in the first, in the previous episode. Remember, she walks in and she's like, oh, the pillows, ha, 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 and they make oh, a joke about I it. I missed that the first time. Oh, so this time I why. was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then the other detail <clears throat> that I yes. wanted to point out is on the way there, they're talking, Chris is talking about how she's from such a small town and this is so mm. wild being in a big city. Mm. She's like, in my house, there's or in my town, there's houses, a few stores, a movie, theater. And I just love how oh. Southern people say theater. Theater. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I so love good. that. And also when I hear Americans, this is one that's always got me. When people, when it's Americans, I don't know if it's to a certain region, say vehicle, but they say vehicle. Vehicle. That's it. That's it. I can never say, say that again. Vehicle vehicle that's what they say it gets me every time i'm like what vehicle Vehicle. (laughs) i love it i'm getting Um, my vehicle to go to the vehicle i I can't even say i love it um so we go to the pharmacist and Mm -hmm. then we're in there and she's showing all these medications she needs then we hear this fucking wild story about chris goes you know uh we'd seen this in the preview last week she goes i need this medication for my neck um she says she tells the camera that she was in a, a bad car accident and a week later she was in another one she broke her neck sorry she broke her neck in a car accident she was leaving the hospital i presume for a follow-up appointment and was rear-ended in another accident in seven days 
Have you ever heard anything as wild as that? That's bad, bad luck. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, it was. So then she goes on to describe to Jamie in the pharmacist, she goes, the operation I need to get because eventually I won't be able to move my neck. It's that severe. A, costs $100,000. Thank you, American healthcare system. Yeah. And two, she needs to have rods as like a metal crown around her head drilled into her head to like reset her neck. I mean, it sounds a horrendous operation. I was just picturing Regina George at the yes, end of Yes, that's Girls. exactly what it was. That's exactly what I <laughs> saw. The- that's exactly what I saw as well. I Not know. to make light of a medical situation, but that's what I was that's picturing. That's exactly it. And <clears throat> in my opinion, it wasn't the fact that she needs that that was alarming. It was her reaction to it and her sort of avoidance of it. She was like, well, but we won't think about that now. Like that's a later problem. And also just okay, kind of saving all of that information okay. to then say on camera. It was like, what? Interesting. You're right. Because uh, Jamie tells the camera, she's like, I've never heard this before. I had no idea she had this type of situation. I had no idea she was allergic to mint toothpaste. I had no um, idea that she needed to take all this medication every day. She's like, I didn't know any of this. So then also Jamie's like, I'll pay for all of this as well. Mm -hmm. So she knows what she's doing. She's like, shit, I've got to pay for some stuff. Well, Chris didn't exchange her money. So she kind of has to. I can't. She's like, do they take American dollars? No. No. So she's overwhelmed. Jamie's overwhelmed. Mm, she is. She is. And so it, we kind of get left with them in the pharmacist with Jamie's look of terror. And then we see next week. Kate, were you laughing as much as I was about next week's shot? Yeah. Um, wait, <laughs> re- wait, wait. Remind me. I know I liked it. What was it? So we see next week on 90 Day Fiance the other way. Jamie is in a shop pulling out this knife from a sheath oh. and she's like oh yeah I always like to carry a knife around with me and she starts doing this like Kill Bill Uma Thurman like knife skills imaginary and Jamie's face is just like what she's a psychopath that's what she said she said she's a psychopath Kate it was beautiful these are some characters listen that Chris there's something going on there. I don't think we realized. At first, we were like, oh, this is so nice. She can be free. She's had a kid. She's free in her sexuality now. She's got a girlfriend. But no, no, no. There's shit it, underneath there. There always is. It always Woo-hoo! starts out nice. And then what lies beneath? What lies beneath? It was brilliant. So I'm looking forward to those two next week, Kate. Yep. Yep. They, they are delivering. They are. Thank you. And who's next? Um, let's do, um, I want to, let's just do Gabe and Isabel. I just have two words. Gabe arrives and that's it. (laughs) I don't really know what else to say. I want to say that I think they had one of the most, if not the most heartfelt reunions we've ever seen at an airport. I mean, it was like, it was a, it was a group hug. The kids are just giving him these bear hugs and it, it hey, was what like, about excuse me what about uh uh Darce? uh, uh Darce? what about danielle and muhammad i mean okay. you know that was true love so please, please if true uh, if the amount of love is measured by tears shed and yes moans wailed then yes, yes. danielle wins. thank you thank you um and 
so we also get this scene of them in the town square and he is asking if her parents will be okay with him being trans. And she says she doesn't know and it's his body and it's his decision to tell them, which I appreciated her respecting like it's his decision to to talk about it and everything. And I don't know if they edited it out, but I kind of feel like in that moment, it would have been nice if she reassured him that no matter how the parents reacted, Mm. she'll stick by his side. She's not going to leave him if there's pressure from the parents. They didn't show that. And I was like, ooh, if I was him, I would kind of want her to be like. It doesn't matter what they say, you know, but I'm I'm worried about this one. I said before, I'm worried that there's not going to be drama as in like people making stupid decisions. I'm but I'm scared that there's going to be a lot of darkness with this because Gabe had revealed before that I think his past or most recent girlfriend, the family didn't accept him at all. And he said, I can't I can't do this again. I can't go through this again. And he's moved his life down there. And I'm worried in case this is going to get very dark with Isabel. Yeah, I I am too. I really hope that they are accepting and that if I they're know. not, that she defends yeah. him. That's one of the most frustrating things to see on this show or any reality show that we mm. watch is when the partner is getting disrespected by the family and then the partner oh, doesn't stick up for them. Right. Don't. Yeah, we can't watch that. So That's too hopefully, much. hopefully that doesn't happen. Fingers was, crossed, Gabe. Yeah, that was them. Who's next? Where do you want to go? God. <laughs> they had a short segment. Should we just let's just go see on. Debbie? Let's go see Debbie. On. Debbie. Go on. Uh, yeah. And Osama. <laughs> Debbie. Debbie's looking gorgeous with Amazing. her cur- curly hair. She has these big yeah. movie star glamorous sunglasses. Yeah. Her peacock purse. Oh. <gasps> She's I just mean, dripping in antique jewels. It's literally me, just just a vision of me and like the future, and it's terrifying. I'm not sat there with a the fucking peacock as a handbag, except mine will be a pomeranian. I mean, it's <laughs> terrifying, really. But carry on. So she is with her son uh, Julian, and they're going to her <laughs> attorney to talk about <laughs> her getting a prenup and basically for Debbie to prove to Julian, I'm not an idiot man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm protecting mm-hmm. my assets. My mm-hmm. biggest concern is you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they get to the lawyer's office <sighs> and the lawyer's like, if your assets are here in the States, they should be mm-hmm. protected. I don't know the laws there, but like you need to keep your funds here basically mm-hmm. to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And um, she says, does your future husband have any assets? Or what's, what's the deal here? And to which Debbie replies, oh, he's a, no, he's a farm person. And this, I mean, he does have a vast collection of fedora hats. Does that, does, 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 does that count at all? And a skateboard that we saw. Yep. And the son just goes, he's 12. No, he doesn't have anything. Oh my God. This is so funny. This lawyer's just like, sorry, how old is your husband? She's like, 24. And I always feel like when Debbie's speaking, even though she sat upright, everything is lounging. I feel uh-huh. like she's just constantly vertical. And I love it for her. Like, I love the attitude. I love the, hey, chill out, man. Like, mm-hmm. she's really a flower power original hippie she should be living in laurel canyon Mm -hmm. she probably hung out with the beach boys like that is who she is and yes so they're sat there and the sun's going he just keeps going yeah he's like 12 he doesn't have anything 
mum. And then she says, I haven't given him anything. And then he says, because he's a cop, he goes, I highly suspect she's asking these questions about joint bank accounts. She's been giving him money all along. And of course, we just waiting for it to get revealed. Of course, she has been giving him money constantly. Because she goes, I'll say, let's just pretend that the... <laughs> But this all goes my way and he's Prince Charming. And, you know, it's 10, 10 years, 15 years. I'm like, 15 years? You'll be... <laughs> Dr. Now's age. You'll be 90. You'll be, yeah, exactly. You'll be 150, like Dr. Now. And oh. like, so what if I want to give him a little chunk of change at that point? At oh, that point, no, at that no, point. No, no, no. Lawyer, the lawyer's face just drops. I know. And then the, they interview the lawyer outside and she's like, well, yeah, I, I will have to say there are quite a few red flags here. Uh, <laughs> Debbie could definitely lose everything. And I and the son just goes, he's on it. He goes, when she said, you know, what if this does all go my way? And it is a fairy tale. And he goes, yeah, you thought that about your two previous husbands as well. I burst out laughing. Oh. <laughs> he's He's great. I'm obsessed with this cop, son. I really like him. We need this in more couples. You know, we get so sick with the, well, if she's going to be happy, he's like, no. And he's going to get his ass on a plane over to Morocco at some point. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. We love a side character that just says, cut the shit. Cut the shit. (laughs) It's so good. So good. And then, um, yeah, in, in next mm. week's episode, we get a little preview He's uh, of Osama skateboarding. We see he has <laughs> beautiful eyes <laughs> and, um, mm. you know, strapping, strapping young man. Strapping young man. He looks like he may have been to an English dentist as well. I can say that, by the way, because I'm English. I can talk <laughs> about teeth, all right? Um, yeah, that is yep. just outstanding. outstanding. Now, Rishi and Jen, because um, we have to Ooh. leave you-know-who for the end. I mean, but right. what's so great about this, Kate, is we could leave all of them to the end because they're all such high caliber. I know, it's hard um, to choose. Rishi and Jen. So obviously, we were pissing ourselves last week because we saw the cut between Jen lounging on a bed saying i finally arrived in india i'm gonna marry the man of my dreams cut to rishi's mother going so i've got a woman coming from the next village over and you're gonna get to, you're gonna get married to and he's like uh <laughs> <laughs> so she's all ready to get into a car and drive to jaipur to go and meet with rishi and rishi is in the house he wakes up and he sees his mother and you can see he's terrified, sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing today? You know, the mother's like, you know, you need to make time today to meet these people who he's supposed to marry. And her family. And he's like, um, yeah, maybe after the gym. She goes, that's what you're doing. You're going to... He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to the gym now. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and he leaves and he's just, he's in this cab and he's like, I thought, awful, I just lied. I just lied. Like I'm lying to my mom and I don't know what to do, but I'm going to go and meet um, Jen now. And, oh, and he's all stressed about it. Yeah. Jen is in this taxi <laughs> with this taxi driver who was a godsend. Yeah. He's, he's driving like five hours and he's like, look, need to get paid by production. Let's just do this. This is part of my job. And he's driving. She's having a full on common she's unclear whether he speaks fluent english he definitely knew some and she's just speaking in english and she's saying you know do you think it's crazy because basically i'm gonna go and meet this guy and we're gonna get married and you know there was arranged marriage do do you think i'm crazy and he just nods 
He just simply nods. She's asking all these questions. He's not he's not even answering her listening and she's just spilling everything. Like she's so she goes, Oh nervous, I'm nervous. This guy's just driving, just probably listening to me. It just zoned out. It was so great. He's listening to a true crime podcast in his headphones. Mm, it's true. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant, Kate. She was just going off, just got no self-awareness. And that is a key. That is a key personality trait that we do need for every person on 90 Day Fiance. If you oh. want to be in 90 Day Fiance, you better not have any social awareness or no. self-awareness. I mean, no self-awareness at all. We need that. It's a great trait for a 90 today full full neurotic so Mm. Mm. uh yeah am i crazy yeah 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 you are um that's it so she gets there or okay so he he is meeting her at this apartment that he's rented for her (laughs) and he's standing outside with roses he's pacing back and forth I mean, this was me. This reminded me of me when I was trying to, like, I threw a surprise party once and I was just, and I was like, if I was that stressed for that, if, if I had like lied to my entire family about my fiance, I would be crying on the ground. Yeah. So he's freaking out and she gets there. They have this like fine greeting kiss and she goes, she goes to the camera. That was a next level kiss. I was like, was it? And then mm. they go to look at the apartment and she really likes it. It's yep. spacious. It's clean. It has yep. very high ceilings. And, yep. and he put, I heart you on her bed with rose petals. And she said, where did you see that? I, I did what weird response. Where did you get that idea from? Well, everywhere, Ever. always. <laughs> I mean, what? It's like every um, movie. But he's horny because he's in that bedroom and he's kissing her and he's trying to slip her the tongue. And she's like, eh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. I was really shocked at the apartment because from what we yeah. dealt with the Summit and Jenny and her broom, like we weren't expecting much. So then she goes, do you want to go out and get some wine or adult beverages? And um, he's like, sure. So he goes out. Then we see them drinking a glass of wine on top of the rooftop. And he, she goes, why do you keep looking at your watch? Where is this family, this poor family that traveled to his house, by the way? She, he never met them. Um and he goes, well, I'm just seeing how much time I have left because, you know, I have to get back to my parents. So to be clear, that Jen knows that the parents don't know about her. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what she doesn't know is that he's getting set up in an arranged marriage. Got it. OK, yeah. Yeah. So he goes, she goes, oh, OK, yeah, I know. And then she drops a bomb off. So how would you feel about, you know, waiting, um, waiting for sex before, we, you know, until we get married? And his, you see his face drop. It oh. was brilliant. He's like, uh, well, uh, we were intimate when we first met. She goes, mm, I know. But, you know, why buy the milk, milk for a cow when you get the blah, blah, milk for free? And he's like, ah, ha, ha, ah, ha. Yeah. And she's, I mean, can you imagine being so insecure that she, she verbalized this? She said, I just don't want to have sex with you and then you don't marry me. I mean, Jen, Jen, you have moved your entire life to a new continent and you know, you're, it's not good, Kate. It's not good. But in this moment, I wrote down, she does say one of the most, um, I would say, level-headed things that a 90-day person has said. Oh, yeah. Great sex can cloud your judgment. That was so, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. I and mean, I, I thought she said, my, she said, my friends are on my ass about this. And if I start having sex with this guy, 
I'm just going to get digmatized. And I know that. And I so said, true. wow, okay, Jen. Like, I, I was really surprised she said that. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. That was the smartest thing anyone in 90 Days ever said. It was great. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we've waited this long. <laughs> and um, so he leaves. The next morning, we see her in a beanie, a, a puffy coat, a like three layers underneath the coat and she's like i'm freezing she's like she's like i didn't have any heat i didn't have any toilet paper and i didn't have any towels she says and it's freezing here and i felt how cold she was Mm -hmm. and then rishi's coming up just with two fucking yoga mats i don't Mm -hmm. want yoga mats i want toilet paper dude and towels so i can bathe um but as he comes up, he tells the camera, he goes, yeah, when I got home last night, everyone was asleep. So that was lucky. Where was this family that came to meet him? I'm desperate to know what happened. They were traveling for like hours to come and meet him. You know, he says he's going to the gym, quote unquote, mm. for everything. Because when he said that, his mom was like, yeah, OK. Yeah. yeah and he's so- always at the gym. Yeah. 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 So she gets comes in and she's like, yeah, did you bring my stuff? And he brings like this tiny heater. She's like, oh, thank you. And then he's like, and here's yoga, but we're going to go and do yoga. He was so attached to this idea. He was fixated on them having this, you know, big yoga moment. So she goes up to the roof and they do some weird kind of yoga, kind of not for like five minutes. And then she says, well, I know this is like, she's so teenage girl. Like she goes, like, I know this is a weird question, but, um, you know, uh, have you been with anybody else like I mean it has been two years you can you know just tell me dude like she tried to do that it was like a teenage girl be like I'm cool I'm totally cool if you slept with someone else you're no Debbie Jen (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you're no chill Debbie um and he by the way he never answers it directly if you really watch it he goes he answers sometimes in a question which is always a dead giveaway and then sometimes he goes, well, I mean, of course. I mean, what do you think? No, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I, um, he never really, I swear, at no point says, I have not spoken with any girl online. I have not slept with any girl and I have not hooked up with any girl in two years. He never says that. He goes, you know, there's people that come into my DMs, um, but, you know, they're just, they're complimenting me on, um, you know, being a personal trainer. It was just bullshit after bullshit. And she bought it. She bought it all up. She took line sinker. It was like, oh, oh well, I, wor- I work 16 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Not answering. Yeah, I've just yeah. been immersed at the gym. Here we the go gym. with the gym again. The gym. Okay, it was so bad. And she just, she hears, she's just someone in life that will only ever hear what she wants to hear. Yeah. She will. That's another great trait, by the way. If we have to put traits here for 90 Day Fiance, that's another really good one, I must admit. Um, So she goes, oh, great. And she was all fine with that. Then we have a scene where, very interesting here, it was very reminiscent of um, Summit and Jenny. Again, we find out as they go shopping for saris that she has met his family. Mm-hmm. because they she went to a family where oh it must be the sister that we met before the sister's yep. wedding yep. as a friend and i'm like ooh, that reminds me okay and you don't and you don't think the parents are going to think now when you get presented to them that wow you kept in touch with this white woman from america and she's here again and you're just friends okay no so yeah we see um we see her going shopping for saris which 
when it comes to traditional dress, I think saris are just the most beautiful, feminine, gorgeous outfit for traditional dress. I just am obsessed with saris. I grew up with, you know, in England, we have such a huge Pakistani and Indian population. So I grew up seeing just women in the most beautiful saris and the colors and the glitter and the, oh, I I just obsessed with that. I agree. That first one Mm. that they showed her was so Mm. gorgeous. Yeah. And all, it just, any, any woman of any size that wears it, they just look so elegant and they oh I just love it so we meet this fascinating shop owner and this fascinating little man which who I'm obsessed with he was Mm. the MVP of this entire show yeah and he was basically wearing the sari for the for um a Jen yeah and Jen correct me if I'm wrong I think she was a real bitch she was so rude she could have been yeah she was disrespectful and I like Jen trust me but she's like "Eh, that's not my that's not my style well no you're from Oklahoma you're not wearing saris dude I get it but um of course it may not be but you can't see the beauty in this you should be wearing traditional wear like that's what you're going to do and be respectful to his parents but she was like stuck on this idea of if I go dressed like that to your parents, then your parents will 100% know I'm going to be your girlfriend. It was this weird kind of thing that she'd attached to wearing the sari. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you're not going to go in jeans and a t-shirt because that would kind of not be that respectful either. So just wear the sari. I, I didn't understand that at I understood. All. I understood the first part because the first okay. one they showed them seemed to be quite formal. True. And I thought, okay that could be seen as a little much for just going over to the house and saying, hi, I'm Jen. I'm his friend. Yeah. But then I was, they brought out the yellow one and she's like, oh, that's not my style. Oh, and that was, was like, gorgeous. Okay. Was just gorgeous. say, oh, yeah. do you perhaps have it in blue? Yeah, you know? I know. I know. No manners. But, um, but yeah, she, she is convinced that if she wears one over there, mm. they're going to, the jig is up. They're going to know. Mm. And then they get into this conversation and all the, I loved all the salespeople were just kind of hovering Mm. and like being on camera. And I was like, that would so be me. Oh, and so so she's asking him, okay, okay. So what if they do find out what's the worst that's going to happen? And this (laughs) is when he tells her, well, they might push me in the house and put me on house arrest and I can't leave. And And she she bursts out laughing. I know. It's like the cop. It was like me with with the Texas sheriff. And he's like, no, 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 I'm I'm serious. And it's like Jenny and Samet all over again. So then then she ends up storming out of this shop. Now, I was like in and out watching it. Did she storm out because he revealed about the arranged marriage? What did he reveal that she stormed out? Yeah, so after he says that and she's like, yeah. are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And then he's saying, well, I have to be careful about this because I am the main provider. I'm like the head of the household and I, you know, he doesn't want to rock the boat too fast. And so she is annoyed because she thinks that he is like chickening out basically. And he's going back and forth between like, it doesn't matter what I say goes and well, they could put me on house arrest and for, oh, and he's, oh, and this is when he says, 
and they could force me to have an arranged marriage. Basically. Got it. And that's when, yeah, that sets her off and she leaves and she goes, I don't even want to meet your family anymore. I'll be here till whenever my visa runs out. You let me know when you want to be honest with your family about us. And she walks out. And she left him and she went, she got a cab and she went back to, um, went back to her, the flat. But what is the best thing? I don't know if you caught this and I tried to record it, but I was in the middle of doing other things while I was watching this, but I'm going to record this and put this up on our potty. There was a scene. She goes outside. The cameraman is like behind her over her shoulder and on Rishi. And we just see someone that looks like he's stolen a ton of shit out the shop and is running off. But I think what he saw is he's trying to get out of the shot. It is so good. I like was watching. I was like, who is that guy? He literally like looks at the camera and then legs it like off the seat. It was so good. He's dude. buying he's so buying sorries for his uh girlfriend on the yeah. side and he doesn't want his <laughs> no. it was so good. But oh, yes, yeah, so he goes back to the flat so he's paying for all of that flat which is interesting i mean he earns a good living i'm sure he does you know oh, yeah at the gym um, yeah so who knows how that's gonna go but i'm interested in where that family was that went that came to visit him that day yeah where did where they go? are they all right one last couple kate go ahead with our with our with, with our loves Okay, so now we are to Nicole in her suit and Mahmoud and his large family. Mm, So beautiful. He's arriving at the house and they have to go up all these stairs with all of these heavy bags of all of her clothing. Oh, I mean, she weighs like two pounds, doesn't she? I mean, she's so thin. When you see her from Mm -hmm. the side, she's like, oh, yeah. Being pulled, yeah. yeah. So they get to the home and she's explaining to us that Mm -hmm. he's got several siblings. Each of the siblings has several children and, you know, it's a multi-generational home. You know, the, one of the brothers lives upstairs with the kids. So there's just always people around, always around. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's an introvert and she likes her alone time and her peace and her quiet and, um, you know, probably burning her little sage and Mm -hmm. putting her out to the flea market. (laughs) Yeah. She's got all that going on. So she's like, dreading it basically and then they get there and the family i thought was very lovely oh, very nice lovely. very welcoming yeah they were lovely you know, they bring the out kids sp- seem lovely and yeah and i was really happy by the way remember i was going on last week about i really wanted to know about his brother's um wife from china right. and we meet her which was amazing and this woman speaks native lo- tongue whether it was cantonese or mandarin and English and Arabic. Incredible. I mean, yep. I was just looking at her thinking, she's, and she said she didn't speak any Arabic until she got there. So um, Mahmoud's brother speaks perfect English as well. Right. So they were must have been communicating in English. I just find it so interesting, all these languages yeah. and cultures. But she was wearing the traditional um, gear and uh, traditional dress. And she sits down. She seemed lovely. And there were loads of kids everywhere. But listen, Nicole, dude, I don't know you and I can tell you everything about your personality right now. You are not someone that should be in a big family. You are someone that is either an only child or you had a massive age gap with other siblings. That's how I think she grew up. And she was just 
on her own a lot as a child and that's how she likes it she is not someone that wants to be surrounded by a ton of kids that mm. she she's not someone that wants to be with a ton of families as nice as they were she's in panic mode we see her get off that plane she sits down still in the polyester suit and she sits down and she's talking to the brother and everyone's so lovely and then i love this scene you know a typical like Arabic family is like food and drink and always want to make you comfortable. And they're giving her tea and they come and they bring out like, they look like um, crisps, like uh, chips. And um, they were like fried potatoes. So they put them down. And then Nicole, she was at least being polite in eating. And that yeah. was good. But she said, you know, the Egyptian um, food is a lot of fried food. And so I always, and because she's so delicate. That's another thing I can't stand in these. I'm so delicate. Yeah. So, you know, because it's all fried food, she says, I just end up getting very, very sick. I get very sick when I'm here. It's it's very hard for me oh, to be gosh. here. It's like again, you weren't forced to be here. Like you I mean, are again here. <clears throat> Seriously. So she's there going, she's eating these fried potatoes, shoving them in her mouth, and the family's trying to give it. She's eating it. And um, but then you could just see she wanted to like throw up. I mean, she probably was so ill after being on that flight. You know how you just feel ill with tiredness after a long flight. And she's hot in the suit. Oh, God, not breathing. Nothing's breathing. So anyway, she sat there and she's being polite enough and she's talking and the brother's going, you need to learn Arabic. And then she's like, says to the sister-in-law that was originally from China. Well, you know, do you have friends? She's like, no, just family. And she goes, I'm used to having a lot of friends. And it was the first time we saw Nicole smile and the fakes, the the face is so Botox to an inch of its life, which I'm not hating on, by the way. Love right. it. Of course. But she smiles, the smile she tries to get out of her mouth. She looks miserable. And um, so she's like, oh, I'm used to having lots of friends. So she goes, and the girl was like, I'll be your friend. She's like, uh, uh. then she finally turns around to Macklemore and goes, you know, I'm very tired. She's, by the way, she's a nightmare. I just want to put it out there. She's an <laughs> utter nightmare. She, this Macklemore is just seems like a really pure hearted man. And she's like, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. And he's like, okay, sure, sure, sure. We'll go and get some rest. So they go in and you can hear all the cacophony of the kids outside, which I love. Um, yeah. But she was just like, oh, see how, and she's, she's so insular that she, everything is delicate. She was like putting her hands to her ears and like all the noise and all the fried food. Then go back and live on Franklin and drink your juice from creation and go to flea markets. That's what yeah. you should be doing with your life. You shouldn't have moved to Egypt. That's she's, it. She's acting like this big martyr for being there. And it's like, oh. you, your friends didn't even know you were talking to this guy anymore. And then you heard about this show and you're like, I want to be on TV or something. Like, what is this? Like, you're doing this. You're choosing to do this. You're getting paid to do this. Like, shut up. And then they are, they get into the clothes, the clothing yeah, thing again. Yeah, they sat on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I want to wear what I want to wear. And that's insane that I wouldn't be able to do that. That's crazy. Oh my God. Okay. I, I, I can't hear this. Like I was watching it going and he goes, she goes, and you forced me. And he said, I've never forced you. He said, I told you that what it's like here. And that's what he did. He says, this is what you like. And that's what society expects of you. If you live in Egypt, you're that's what they expect of you. Mm -hmm. 
and you chose to come here. She said, you told me that I wouldn't have to do that. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, it, it, she's just, she's cuckoo. Like, I think she's really cuckoo, this woman. Once again, she only believes what she wants to believe. I think she completely misrepresented herself when she met him. Yeah. And that, yeah. Because, because she's like, I agreed to all these to I agreed to completely live the lifestyle here and to dress a certain way and eat a certain way and pray a certain way. And before I before I even knew what that meant. And but then she kind of like blames that on him. And she's like, yeah. well, why would you ask me to do something I've never done? And he's like, what? She's so unfair to him. They're sat on this bed, still in the suit. And I'm being, I'm I'm like, I just wanted to shower for her. That feeling of coming off a flight and you just want to take your clothes off and shower, go to bed. But anyway, she sat on this bed and it's argument. She is one of those people, male or female, but likes to twist in an argument. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. And he's just like, I don't want to argue with you. This is our first night, this clothing thing. And then she says to camera, which I love, she goes, well... I see that all my problems I left here in Egypt are still here waiting for me. No shit, Nicole. Oh, <sighs> hey, then we see for next week. God knows what happened that night, by the way. I'd love, I like I say, I want 24-hour cameras on she, all of these people. I'll tell you what happened. She laid in there stiff as a board, still in the suit. <laughs> she did. Just that suit was still on. And he wedding. was like, and he tried to kiss her and she goes, no, she's, she punishes with no sex. That's yep. what she did. Oh, she's one of yeah. those. Yeah, oh, she's yeah, one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So then we see next week, and it's it's it, it, this isn't funny because I could feel her pain, but she's so unlikable. She's like breaking down in the bathroom, and he's like, "Honey, honey," and she's like, "Give me a second. Of course, cameraman's got stuck in there, right? right? And she's like, no makeup, which you know she would she would always be perfect, so she must be suffering. And she's come out the shower, her hair's wet, and she's just sobbing. And I looked at her and I just thought, this is awful because this girl's made, again, made a terrible mistake going there. Terrible. Oh, and we didn't even talk about how she was like, well, we need to get our own apartment because I can't be around all of this. And he tells us last time she was here, we did get our own apartment and we bought all new furniture and we had we had it all set up. And then two months later, she fucked off back to the States. Those aren't his words. They're mine. I missed that and so really that's why he's telling her no 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 we're gonna stay here with the family and see how the shit goes because i want to make sure that you're not going to bolt before i'm spending all this money on a brand new apartment with furniture and all all the things see this shouldn't go unnoticed at the fact that she left him she left him you know she was married made a commitment and then was like this is too hard and just left I mean, she imagine let, how yeah. painful that was for him and embarrassing and everything for him. Oh, yeah. And he's going on this show for her. His whole entire family's coming on the show and welcoming welcoming her back in. I mean, I think a lot of families would be like, True. Uh, no. True. Yeah. And um, it's Ooh. just a mess. It's just it a is mess. a mess. So, I mean, we'll keep watching it, obviously. And in, uh, yeah obviously it is she's a good i mean she's having a full-on breakdown next week so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see that and we did see next week oh i like this as well kate we did not have our danielle and johan right but we have them next week where she is full-on at him you are a toxic person Ooh. Ooh. that's hard to come hey back, huh? and he's like just smiling at her 
And I think she's another one that is realizing, uh-oh, uh-oh. Because she, by the way, she hasn't even moved there yet. This was her trial <laughs> going down for a week to find an apartment. Well, anyway, we will enjoy every single second of it. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed us wrapping up and discussing this. And honestly, we're trying to be brief because we know that these sh- our episodes cannot be like an hour and a half. But Kate and I could talk extensively yep. for, for longer about this. But um, <clears throat> please do not forget to go and follow us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. We love seeing your DMs. We love you following us and your comments and questions and everything. You're amazing. So please follow us there um kate patreon we need to plug our patreon more yes we have a patreon you guys it's uh you can just go to patreon.com slash tender loving care pod or um just search tender loving care podcast on there and you'll find us we are recapping new uh new housewives of Mm. real jersey no Mm -hmm. real housewives of new jersey uh and it's five bucks a month and you get a bonus episode every week so so worth it guys sozy worth sees don't know what that was i need to go to bed so guys have a fantastic week don't forget we have our yeah we have patreon and then we have our regular episode on wednesday we love you all you're amazing spread the word all the links for everything are in our show notes so go and check that out have a fabulous week bye-bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.